Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. You're with me, Scott. How's your week been out there? Hope you've all been having fun. We're not all the way through the week. I'm recording this on a Thursday afternoon. Got a busy weekend ahead of me. Um, thought I'd check in with you guys for a little bonus episode. Have had a chance to listen to some new music uh, so far this week that I want to talk to you guys about. But just check in, see how everyone's doing. I hope you've been uh, been well. Hope you're not in Victoria. Uh, our fellow Australians over there in Victoria have been plunged into another what, seven day lockdown or something like that because there's a you know 10, 15 cases of the old Rona present in that state. The um the horrible strain, the uh the really you know scary Indian strain. I find it weird how we're allowed to call that Indian strain, but fucking Trump got in all all that trouble for calling it the fucking Chinese virus, the Kung flu. Ah, uh, but I don't know. It's just the world we're in. You can label some things and not others, depending on how uh, certain people take it. I guess it's just whatever it is. Fuck it. But yeah, so Melbourne's been plunged, uh, yeah, plunged into a new fucking lockdown. I guess it's going to be pretty harsh. How long is this going to go on for, guys? Is Australia doing the wrong strategy, where we've been real good with our borders. We've really kept this thing at bay. Our, our our infection numbers are really, really low. But, you know, it seems like every every month or so, there's going to be just another snap little lockdown for a little period of time and all that sort of shit. And what's, I don't know, what's seeming a little bit absent from these lockdowns is like any exception for those that are vaccinated. You know, you know what I mean? Like, what is, like, if you're going to lock down a whole city or a whole state or something like that, but let's say, you know, a decent percentage of the people are vaccinated. Why the fuck are they locked down as well? Like, it's almost like they're making out like this vaccine doesn't matter. They want everyone to get vaccinated, but there is absolutely no benefit for it. Well, there's a lot of negatives. You could get blood clots and die. And I think we've had, you know, more complications with the the vaccine than the actual virus itself in Australia, probably not. I'm making that up, but it seems like there are risks involved with the vaccine and uh, some people just don't want to take it because let's face it, what's the fucking point? Everybody's telling us that you're still able to catch it with the vaccine, still able to spread it with the vaccine. And so what's the point of getting the vaccine? I don't understand. So my heart goes out to people in, if you're in Melbourne or in greater Victoria, I don't know if they're shutting down the whole state seems a little wild to shut down millions and millions of people uh, over 10 or 15 cases that haven't really proved to be that deadly or anything like that anyway. And if you have a vaccine or not, it doesn't fucking matter. So what kind of, what kind of messages are they sending with this? I don't really know. But, you know, a week off work, guys. Enjoy it. Listen to this silly podcast. Maybe make some music yourself and send it in. We can play it. We can have some fun here. You know, anyway, I've been spending the week trying to get my head around some uh, recording software to try and do it properly because I've been out of touch with it for many, many, many years. Uh, you know, all the recordings that I've shown you in the past, um, that was all that was all Liam. Liam is a pro at that shit, at producing music and, um, you know, mixing and all that sort of back end stuff. He knows his way around some DAWs, some doors and uh I'm a little out of touch, but uh, you've, you might have noticed over this last little while after this reboot of the podcast, like, a, you know, Liam hasn't been involved with this at all. He's been busy. Um, so we haven't been jamming for the last year or so. 
Uh, Liam's been busy still making music, um, none of which he is, you know, he cares to show on this podcast. That's his prerogative, it's his music. Um, so, yeah, he's busy with that. He's got himself a new job that he's pretty busy with, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's kind of a blessing because uh, now I've got to actually try and figure out how to use these prog- programs and stuff like that. And I used to use Logic. I used it uh, to, you know, bounce down these podcasts and stuff like that. But as far as the actual music production side of uh, using that software, little out of touch. So I've got the new versions now and uh, with a new version of Logic Pro or whatever. And oh my God, it's fucking insanely good, isn't it? There are so many extra perks for having this software. It's just ridiculous. I, I can't believe the kind of sample libraries they have and stuff. So it's too overwhelming. So I'm trying to figure out a strategy to get used to um, recording software. So if you've got any tips out there, if you um, use particular programs, guys, I'm not going to switch programs. If someone says, oh, you know, you're better off using Pro Tools or you're better off using fucking Cubase or Fruity Loops or something like that, I don't really care. They all kind of do the same thing if you know how to use them. And I have somewhat of a a little bit of experience with with Logic, so at least I know my way around. So I'm going to stick with Logic. But as far as actually figuring out how to get all the sounds working and all the midis working and all that sort of bullshit... I don't want to dive straight into creative projects because I'm just going to get lost in fucking weird LFO filters and all that sort of nonsense. Fun times, but I've wasted plenty of hours in my youth um, fucking around with those sorts of things, and uh, I just don't want to do that now. So I want to. I'm, I'm thinking the best way to approach learning this this new program. It's not really new, but like the newest version of it is to try and uh, reproduce some cover songs. Because then I can sort of at least have a little bit of a boundary to my creativity. You know what I mean? I can fuck around with sounds, but I don't have to worry too much about the creative. Like the notes, the riffs, the rhythms, the chords, the beats. I can at least just sort of program and just like replicate. I can imitate first. And then once I know how these things are going to mix properly, then I can all of a sudden open up the floodgates and, and, and go wild, right? So that's my strategy so far. If you, if you think that's a good idea, let me know. If you think that's a really, really bad idea, it's to waste all this time just trying to reproduce um, other people's songs, obviously, as cover songs. Um, yeah, let me know. Give me some tips because um, I'm trying my, trying my best so I can give you guys some new songs coming up here. And it's only going to work if, I'm, if I find my way around this program. If, uh, if I get lost in the woods and just get fucking caught up with a million plugins just experimenting with sounds, nothing's going to happen. I've literally seen hours and hours just drip by um, with nothing to show for it. You know, you have fun. That's what it's all about. We're, we're here for fun, guys. So that's what's been going on in my week. I did get a chance to check out um, a whole bunch of new music this, uh, this week. Well, since Monday, I guess. Uh, that I wanted to talk to you about. I'm going to talk about two albums, I reckon. And uh, they're going to be f- from Australian-ish artists. Um, the first one that I checked out is by a band called Deadlights. Uh, I think they're out of Brisbane. Um, they released an album called uh, The Uncanny Valley. And uh, it, it, was, it was cool because it's kind of like uh, back into the, the heavier sort of side of shit. I don't know what you would call this band. They're definitely like on the hardcore spectrum as far as music goes. Maybe, maybe post-hardcore, something like that. I don't know. I'm really bad at, at labeling things as far as genres go. I kind of make some broad strokes with this, but you know, they're, they're heavy 
Um, they're kind of one of those, um, what I call like a bipolar or schizophrenic heavy band. You know how they have like the, the dual vocalists? I don't even know if it is two actual vocalists, but definitely two kinds of singing. How they have like that nice, uh, the clean vocals that are normally done for like big soaring lines and and melodies. And then you have the, the screamo sort of punch you in the face kind of vocal. Um, so that kind of schizophrenic vocal or the, the bipolar vocal bands in the post-hardcore, hardcore scene. This is one of them. And uh, the album was pretty fucking cool. It had um, some decent breakdowns all the way through it. Some wicked uh, guitar work now and then. The bass tones. God, the bass tones sounded great. They had this fucking growly ass overdrive on the bass for a lot of it. And I fucking loved it. It was sounding great. And uh, yeah, I don't really know what else is going on with this band. I don't think they've been around for a while. Um, I know they were like a Triple J unearthed kind of thing. Or at least that's where I found their bio was through the Triple J website. And Triple J, we've talked about it before. It's this bullshit fucking... Um, try-hard alternative radio station here in Australia. Um, but they, they run, they, they do good things for up-and-coming bands. They do this unearthed project where, you know, no names can send in their demo tracks and they'll show them off and people will vote on them and they'll sort of bump people's career that way. It's pretty cool. So that's where I found out, like, the bio with these guys. But the, um, the album itself, like, it's, it speaks for itself. So check it out. It's um, unapologetically its thing. And I love that about music. You know, it's not necessarily my taste. I don't really like that sort of um, screaming, sort of real hardcore metal stuff. But I, you know, I get it. And, you know, it, it wasn't too offensive to me. So I was kind of happy with that album. I kind of enjoyed it. But uh, check it out for yourselves. It's uh, called The Uncanny Valley by Deadlights. And... Um, you can either search for it yourself or you can follow the fucking um, Jam Room Companion playlist. I mentioned it last episode that I might do it. Ah, I did. So I've got an open playlist on Spotify. Um, yeah, Jam Room Companion. I don't know where I can leave links for it. Maybe I'll leave a link on Instagram or something or I'll tweet it out or something like that. I mean, you can find my profile and just follow me. I guess you'll get it through there. But um, either way, it's I'm only going to put up the, the albums that we talk about on the show here, and uh, it will sort of build up over time. So I'll put up the the episodes as well, so hopefully it will list, so you can kind of see like, oh yeah, this episode they talk about this album, or these albums, or whatever, something like that. And it'll build up over time. So I've added these uh, two new albums to that, so check them out there, guys. Or any other way you listen to music. Everybody's got their own preferences, I'm sure. But yeah, that could be a lot of fun. Remember, um, I don't know if I've made it collaborative yet, but I will make it collaborative. So you can go ahead and um, chuck your own shit up on there that you want me to check out. And I, I really, for now, I just want to keep it to um, like new release sort of stuff. If we want to go down rabbit holes of bands that, you know, from days gone by that I still haven't heard of, that's for another time. I do all that research as well. I'm always finding new bands that... Um, haven't had any new releases for a long time, but I hadn't heard of them, so they're brand spanking new to me. Maybe we'll talk about them on the podcast. Maybe not. Who knows? Let's move on. The next album I um, checked out was called uh, Nightmare on Elmfield Road, I think. Nightmare on Elmfield Road uh, by an artist that goes by the title Cloves, uh, but it's, um, it's a... 
yeah, this Australian girl named Katie Dunstan uh, goes under the name Clothes now. You may remember her from uh, The Voice Season 2, 2013, I found out. I guess she didn't do that well. She got eliminated at some point. She certainly didn't win. Um, I don't think she's based in Australia anymore, um, as most serious musicians shouldn't be. Uh, you know, that's just what it is. We have no music industry here. But uh, the album was really fucking cool. Completely different. We're not talking like a heavy metal thing or a pop thing. This is more along the lines of like a, um, oh, I hate to draw the comparisons, but like a Massive Attack, uh, Portishead style album, I, I would say. Something like that. Like it's got some beautiful vocals in it. It's um, very well produced, very electronic heavy, but but still got that wicked sort of dulcety uh, jazz tones to it. Just like Portishead does as well, you know. Every now and then, uh, well, Portishead were known for using like upright basses and stuff like that. So it's kind of like that where it feels acoustic, but it's not. But maybe, who knows? I wasn't there in the room when they recorded it. But it's a really fucking cool album, guys. I really want you to check this one out because it fucking it will be on my playlist. But then I got to one song on the album, and it was it was fairly early in the album. And I was like, ah. What is going on these days with people stealing great riffs, great melodies, and like doing the half-assed credit to it, you know? I mean, the copyright thing sort of pisses me off a bit. I know it, um, it's kind of gray area when you're talking about YouTube videos and people actually playing songs from the artists and stuff like that. But guys, I got fucking kicked off Spotify for this podcast for playing my own music. Um, because they, they they didn't know they, it was weird waters and it's very hard to get music onto fucking uh, podcasts and stuff like that. But it turns out you can just straight out steal some music and then you know decorate it in your own song, and that's fine. I mean, granted, I'll get back to this artist, but like you remember a few weeks ago we talked about that um that fucking uh, Weezer album that came out, right? That Van Weezer or Van whatever the fuck how they were trying to um sort of uh. I don't know, pay homage to a bunch of old school like 70s and 80s rock and stuff like that. And that's literally all they said is that they drew inspiration from, right? And so what, what bugs me about it is that you have to go digging to find the particular reference. So let's, let's talk about that. So uh, I'm not, you know, fuck the, the copyright thing. You know, there's incidental music. If it's just playing in the background, it happens to be recorded, right? So what would piss me off is if someone was to hear like a riff like this, right? Like someone is, is playing it next door, right? All right. Pretty cool riff. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. That's got some guts to it. Oh yeah, who plays this? Oh, what, who made that riff? Oh, it's Blue Dream by Weezer. It's not fucking Blue Dream by Weezer. It's Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne, but it's nowhere in the description of this album on Spotify. So what does annoys me is there'll be some kids, there'll be a whole generation of people that might love this song and think that that's a Weezer riff. You see what I'm saying? I understand that it's inspired by that or whatever, but there's got to be some way to at least credit the original thing a little bit. All right? And um, so there was this song uh, on, on this album this album that we are talking about, this, uh, whatchamacallit, what is it? Nightmare on Elmfield Road. Um, and I guess it's like a pretty big single from the, 
from the album, and uh, it's called Sicko. And it gets to this point, and I kind of was like, wait a minute, I recognize that. Um, and someone's just happening to play this in the background, but have a listen. Cool music. Oh, what a melody. Oh, that's sick. That's a sick melody. I love Cloves. She writes some fucking awesome... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, what's going on? I thought... I thought Cloves wrote this. What do you mean, Susan Vega? You know what I mean, guys? Like that's that's obviously Tom's Diner, Susan Vega, one of the, one of the greatest songs ever. Fucking love that track. Super catchy. Everyone knows it. I had to do a deep dive and find like interviews with this Katie Dunstan, and where she she mentions, oh yeah yeah, I, I you know borrowed 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 that melody uh, from Susan Vega because it sounds like a nursery rhyme or whatever. It's but like, who's gonna do that research? How many, how many people out there are going to fall in love with this album and think that Close wrote that melody? By the way, it's probably the coolest melody in the album. I know I said I love this album, and I do. It's really, really good. There's so, there's so much good about it. That was unnecessary, was to rip off that, that melody. It was just unnecessary, I think. I think um, this Katie Dunstan has plenty of talent to do stuff herself. Plenty of it. And I know it's a great little homage to something, paying respects to the greats, but pay the respects. Write the name of the song, Sicko, in brackets, Susan Vega, Tom's Diner, or inspired by Tom's Diner, or something like that. You're allowed to add that shit to your song titles, you know? Anyway, fucking hell. I, it's a weird line between that imitation, inspiration, sort of area to straight out rip off. I know that there's, it's a you know, it's a tumultuous sort of uh, path to sort of walk down. But some things just, I don't know, like we, to think that everybody listening to music is going to know these references in this day and age is just silly. These kids, like they might be like 12, 13 years old. They haven't heard fucking Ozzy Osbourne. They haven't heard Suzanne Vega. I didn't know about Suzanne Vega until I was in my 20s. And they're going to, th- I don't know, ah, whatever the fuck it is. Anyway, it's a great fucking album, guys. It's called Nightmare on Elmfield Road by Cloves, a.k.a. Katie Dunstan. Should be the other way around. Katie Dunstan, a.k.a. Cloves, a.k.a. Susan Vega. Well, anyway, <laughs> that's about it. Like I said, I'm going to be working on some of these um, like dodgy little cover songs just to sort of figure my way around all this, um, this bullshit program stuff. So I can get some um, new music out to you guys in the future. I think I might even treat it a bit like our jams that I show you here. You know how sometimes I show you the sketchy jam and then there's like the next step in the draft and stuff like that. So maybe next episode I'll show you what I'm working on with a shitty cover song. And then every now and then I'll check up on it. And you can see if it's getting better or worse. And you can let me know if I'm doing the right thing or the wrong thing. That would be very helpful to me. Anyway, um, I realized last episode... Uh, I left a jam at the end. Guys, the quality of the recordings of those old jams uh, increased over time. So some of the old ones have fucking got awful. 
um, like the first uh, episode that I ever put up, it was just like a quick little jam. Just this, there was me literally testing the waters of how the fuck to do a podcast five or something years ago. It was just recorded with like one microphone, one room mic. And then we kind of moved on to like a, a couple of room mics and then a mic in front of the, um, the guitar rig and a couple of overheads on the drums. And then finally, I can't even remember at what episode point, we finally mic'd up all the drums and, and recorded it all fairly, probably still all live in the room sort of stuff. So there's plenty of bleed, but at least we had um, some isolation with the toms and the kicks and all that sort of shit. So I don't really know how well this one's recorded, but I'm going to show you anyway. Like I said, I just went random through some of my notes and was like, all right, that's cool. So this one um, comes from a, an episode called New Leaves from like January 2018. So I guess it was called that because it was the first episode of the year or something like that that would make sense i guess so yeah a little jam from new leaves um this is myself uh dabbling on the guitar and liam holding it down on the drums and uh i guess it's i don't know on the notes it said there was like a little chunk of about 10 minutes 12 minutes something like that so that's what i'm going to leave at the end of this episode and uh, i might show you what i'm working on as far as a cover song goes on monday when i check in with you guys but have a fucking great weekend out there. I'll be um I'll be jamming, not proper jamming. I'll be rehearsing with that with the band and stuff like that. We'll talk about that when I'm technically allowed to. Have a great week, you guys. <laughs> this is the Jamming Podcast. <laughs>